Welcome back to Romando Long Sleeves Podcast. It's great to have you all back here with us again. My name's Erin. And I'm Rose. And here tonight with us we've got... James. And... Jaden, a.k.a. Stepman. We're coming to you live from the Gabba. No, <laughs> Where no. there is no football game tonight. <laughs> Where is it? It's at Marvel Stadium. We're watching um, Carlton Brisbane. Carlton Blues, Brisbane Lions. Yeah, boy, is it blue for Carlton right now. 10 points down. Not looking good. Do you know what I miss? When, I don't know, they might still, I'm sure they still do this. When you would um, get the paper on a Monday or a Saturday. So the day after your team played and you like look in the sports pages and it has the like box with the score and everything from the game and it would have like best I used to get excited about it I think yeah and, like, but I miss the that the looked good and yeah so you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, and, I mean, and then when the you Sunday saw, Mail did it I'm pretty sure yeah and you'd be like oh I wonder who's going to be in the best and you'd try and guess and then if you were right it's like hell yeah mm. and now we have it within five minutes sense of anticipation and wonder of the world has died with it. Um, what's happening in the football world this week? Well, there was big news earlier oh, Tazzy. week. Tasmania. Tassie Thylacines. Was that Woo-hoo! the sort of confirmed like, last week though? Yeah, but they've officially announced. And there was also CEO. It's actually been a big week. Huge. Huge. Who's the CEO? Huge. Andrew Dillon. The guy who's the oh, new CEO. CEO. Which is like the boring option. Was he the last one? Well, why is the there? Vice. What's up with that? Well, that was famously Andrew Dimitri. Yeah, like so, Carlton Brisbane. Well, can we talk? Can we talk? Sorry, more about the CEO. Uh, um, well, I don't really care so much about the CEO, but I do care about Tazzy. Mm. And this is where uh, this is where my Mark Robinson uh, news comes in. Oh. I found it was really funny how he said earlier in the week that uh, because I don't know if you've been sort of keeping up with it, but. Basically, they want to call it the Tassie Devils, but like Warner Brothers sort of own the IP of the Tasmanian Devil, like oh. as the cartoon character. Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that specifically the, that Tasmanian Devil? Yes. They don't own each and every Tasmanian no, Devil they know, in they, Tasmania. It's like copyrighted. But I'm so confused by that. How can you copyright the name of an animal? So this is what this is what Mark Robinson was saying, and he was like. Oh, if Warner Brothers don't allow it, then everyone's going to boycott every Warner Brothers movie <laughs> for this show. <laughs> just such a nuffy comment. Warner Brothers are on the out. Maybe this will be their biggest income, Wait, selling I'm, the Tassie Devil. I'm just so confused. Why do they own the Tassie Devil? Because of, because the, of the Looney Tunes character. character. That Looney Tunes character doesn't even look like a fucking Tasmanian Devil. That's a disgrace. No, I've never heard You're of the Tassie Devil. It's the one that spins around really fast. And it's big and a devil. That's not a Tasmanian devil. Well, it doesn't look like Yeah, it looks like a rabies ridden hamster. I've yeah. never seen that before in my life. You I don't care about costumes. I'm too cool for you, that. You've never seen a picture of the Looney Tunes? Or I've never seen a picture of the Looney Tunes life? and I've never You're seen Looney Tunes. No? I was cool. You're too cool for that. My yeah. dad used to skip his lectures at bed school to go home and watch Looney Tunes. Well, your wow. dad's actually the coolest person I know, so if maybe if he watched Looney Tunes, it's in fact that I was too uncool. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> Big Joe Dan. What's with the brown nose? <laughs> I just love Ben Sando. Everyone knows that. Yeah, Everyone knows how I feel about Ben. What's up with Joe Dan? Is, is he out a haircut? Some, some form of... This was the other note that I had... <laughs> For today, we're saying that Joe Danaher looks as greasy as ever. It does. Is he? Is this today's one fiftieth? It's Sam Doherty and Adam Sandler's one fiftieth. I don't know about any Brisbane milestones. Not because there aren't any necessarily. Oh, but certainly because I didn't come up on my suggested on Instagram. That is so Joe Danaher. He pokes at it so much when he's setting shots. Can, so can I just make a further comment on the greasiness of Joe Danaher? You may. We're playing at Marvel with the roof closed. Something which I famously hate. <laughs> Why is he so greasy? Why is that it's man so humid. greasy? It's more humid. He is, and it's wild. Ooh, I saw him hit. without greasy hair recently, and he was like, I'm recognizable. No, but he's wetting his hair. 
100%. You think? Yeah. yeah it must yeah. be to cool him down. It's very muggy. Like he'd be drinking water and then just spraying it over well, his head. Well, you should think twice about that because are the benefits worth, you know, the negativity of this conversation? And as I'm sure every household's conversation across the nation tonight. And probably again, not. we're criticising the players, the purists. <laughs> he had this little swirl earlier in the night it made me think of it's like I'm picturing I don't know what this is another cartoon character thinking cartoon character it's a small man he's pale white he's got jet black hair and he's got a little ring on his forehead who is that? is it um Zach Efron from Hairspray? is it Mr. Bean? no oh um and he's like vampiric is it oh. is it Syndrome from Incredibles? no is it we're off fairly base odd, fairly odd god it's kind of it's kind of like the male equivalent of Betty Boop fairly, but I think it's like a little fairly odd parents fairly odd parents you know what I'll find it eventually one Betty of these things Betty Beetle no do you think the Betty Beetle chocolate was actually good or it was just that it was like the it's excitement something. and wonder of showtime it's it's, it's like, famously yucky it's, it's cheap pretty gross. It's, it's cheap like black and gold chocolate but yeah. it is yummy yeah, okay. See, I think, like, did you ever like Daryl Lee? Wasn't that just the worst chocolate? I don't think ever? I've ever had Daryl Lee. I haven't had Daryl Lee because I'm not 80 years old. <laughs> yeah. I think. But then. Um, you've been burn. To, we've, we've all been to, like, an 80 year old's house that has that chocolate, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta try it, and it's not good. <laughs> Tastes like candles. They do, like, the roses boxes that are pretty good. I don't like My great grandma used to give us roses boxes every year for Christmas, so further proving the point that Daryl Lee is for old people. But Daryl Lee is a roses of famous Cadbury. But you just said they do the roses. No, the equivalent. Gosh, you know what? It doesn't matter. Brisbane being so inaccurate. Do have cancer. So, speaking of 80 year olds, James's parents recently gave a gift. Gave you a gift? Yeah. Yeah. Are we doing it now? It's a book that James wrote when he was a five-year-old boy. Oh, that's so cute. Aww. James, would you like to read The Footy Star by James Dickey, submitted to the Woodville Town Hall for a competition? Stop! Actually, he did not. No, I didn't. And that's I so guarantee cute. you I would have gotten some help. Oh, it's got a little drawing of you. <laughs> okay, I'll be quiet. Do a dramatic reading. I can't do it too dramatically. You're I'm in film tossing school. whether or not to put on a kid's voice. Go all in. Do treat this as a do dramatic, have to treat do. this as a monologue audition. Act like your child's dance on the big fat quiz. But he's famously dance. like emotionless. Actually, like, like, like this is a monologue auditioning for Juilliard. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm not interested, but... Uh, <laughs> I politely declined, <laughs> Juliana. Thanks. <laughs> you can come and knock him, but I ain't caught picking up. One day... A bu- <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible start. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be childish then. Uh, yeah. One day... No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, me, let me just read it. One day, a boy named James was playing footy. He was five years old. And then oh, cute. Drawing sure. Oh, that's a five-year-old James playing footy. I didn't know what. He's got all um, sleeves on. What the <gasps> like Let's get a Got a snap of it. Always a long sleeves. When he was playing footy, everyone watched him kick lots and lots of goals. Oh, hell yeah. How many? <laughs> well... The crow- <laughs> You're going to lie the end of this one. <laughs> yeah, this is for The Crows players were watching James and his Ooh. team play. <laughs> James was so good, they asked him to play with the Crows on Saturday. Fuck off. Huge call-up. Big call-up. So he's on debut. Um, on Saturday, James and all the players put their football clothes and footy boots on Aww. and were ready to football play clothes. with Fort Power. <laughs> You play power. They're long sleeves. And then we got lots of flags. Oh, is that the tip? Oh, that's the port flag. Port flag. Like, that's a real teal. That's mm. a good teal. That is right. the teal of I had a teal 2002. Which was the crown. best teal. Yeah. James played a fantastic game and oh, he yeah. kicked 100 goals and the Crows won. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I bet they did. Final score? That's the end. Uh, 600 to zero. <laughs> <laughs> Crows 
V Port Adelaide. <laughs> I keep a hundred, so so you keep. So I keep no one else the gold. Gold. Oh, <laughs> gold, and I didn't miss. Oh, no, yeah, so no one keep ten golds other than you. <laughs> no. Charlie Kerner has such a good I'm very <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, good read. Great, great story. Mm. Good for you. Cute. I'm surprised you didn't win anything. Actually, I always used to do those I like state know. swim coloring competitions. I want to double pass to see Silky. To see what? Silky. Silky. What is that movie about the man that turned into a seal? It was like an Australian film. What man turned into a seal? Yeah. <laughs> Got in the ocean and he turned into so a funny. seal. <laughs> That's Australia for you. Mm. I've never heard of that. Sounds no wonder they were giving away two free tickets at the bloody. It meant a lot to me to win State that. swim competition. A man turns into a seal. Yeah, and then he gets a hunted by a shark and stuff. It's cool. It's um, cool. No one heard me say it before, but Charlie. Well, that was like the era of like Free Willy and those Storm Boy. Ones Storm and, Boy. Yeah. Charlie Kerno, best set of hair in the AFL. Charlie Kerno. Charlie Kerno. No way. What do you mean? He's got a good head of hair. How do you not agree with me? It's so obvious. I didn't see that at all. Anyway. Who do you think? Because there are so many contenders. No, I don't know. Because everyone, he's got the best, he's got the most timeless good head of hair. Because the other heads of hair, I mean, Callan Ward's a good example, probably. But, like, all the modern day haircuts. Charlie hasn't got a modern day haircut, but he's just got these gorgeous curly locks. Yeah. That will age they well. Are, they are gorgeous. Oh, the age one, mm. but I don't think he's rocking it. What about Josh Dacos? You don't. Josh Dacos has a good head of hair. Even Guinevere. No. He's no, like the flowing renaissance. He's boring, he could though. easily work part-time as a Shakespeare he extra. Could. He doesn't have a flowing oh. in the moment, does he? Yes, he does. He does. Well done. All right, come on, Brisbane. Let's let's put your foot on the gas. I want a few car goals to I can't keep forget, it interesting. I kind of forget who I'm going for. Palmer, 23 points down. Halfway through the third. Alright. I also have a note. About the newspaper. The front page today. Sample player. Had his neck broken. Fuck. By another sample player. A sample. Was it that bump? It was definitely a contact. It's difficult to tell it was a bump because it was a newspaper. His neck was full. I saw the video. And, um, is this A-League? No, Sam. As in, but like the seniors? Oh, yeah. Like proper yeah. team? From what team? Glenelg, I think. The perpetrator was Glenelg. The neck breaky was normal. Cyril, I think he got... I got he only got, yeah, got six, six weeks. Six weeks. The other guy will recover. He's not like paralysed. Oh, right. It's a fractured neck bone. Fuck, yeah. that's lucky. I made it really sound crazy. Turn. You did, oh, wow. and you, you did the News Corp thing of like framing it in the most clickbaity way possible. Like you was proud. Yeah, yeah, well, it's like broken back. Like my grandma's broken it back twice. You said yeah. we move on. My neighbour, <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, used to play for Footscray in the VFL. Western. Western. Mm. But it was Footscray at the time. Mm. Uh, and he was in a wheelchair. Um, when he lived next to me, he broke his neck while playing for That's fucked. Well, there was that kid from fucking America who died two weeks ago. Yeah, but what happened was he, like, hurt his neck in a, uh, like, in a contact, like, injury. And then they, like, picked him up. Because, like, what you're supposed to do is um, you're just meant to just, like, not, touch him, not touch him. But because they, like, picked him up, he, like... That's That's fucked. when he became paralysed. That's fucked. Yeah, That would be shit. so frustrating. Well, frustrating probably is... Well, there's obviously a lot better protocols around it now, but yeah, this was probably. Like but it's better. like obviously the risk element of that is the contact sport, yeah. and then to be like injured by yeah. the staff that are there. You'd be so angry. So it wasn't the staff; it was the players that like got him to get up. Oh, oh. be like, you're all right, mate. You're yeah, right. yeah. It's just a broken neck. Yeah. yeah, he was a legend. Neil, his name is. Mm. Was he the one that has the Christmas lights? No, no, no. This was a few neighbours ago. Oh. What What's up now? with that house? Why are people moving so much? I think it was just him, actually. <laughs> <gasps> Another thing that I saw about today that I just remember, that's why I gasped, is Eric Hipwood did a, um, like, story in Australian Home Beautiful of his home, which was beautiful. What? 
It was like a refurbished cottage. Eric Hipwood was in Australian Home Eric Beautiful. Eric Hipwood and his two And there's a magazine called Australian Home Beautiful. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. Australian Home Beautiful. You are, just, <laughs> you are revealing yourself to have never watched a Renault show in the huge way right now. Yeah, I'll claim that. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. So you, of course, know that Australian Home Beautiful isn't a crazy thing to exist if you watch Australian Home Beautiful. It's like someone... <laughs> A Russian person comes home from a holiday. Yeah, how's your trip? Spy. How's your Those trip? Ones. Australian home beautiful. <laughs> There's one that were like, we saw the London Eye. It is 248 feet high. It is the oldest clock in the world. I don't get it. This was a real thing that happened. Oh. These Russian spies got oh. like arrested. They were like, well, why are you here? They were like, we are tourists. The Big Ben is 248 <laughs> feet. <laughs> Anyway, so Eric Cooper was in Australia Home Beautiful. Oh, he's got a lovely airy home. Wow. Two airy lovely home. dogs. But it made me think because oh, the original. Char- That's like the fourth goal Charlie Cameron's got out the back of the goals. He's it's, very good. They at are Charlie. not. <laughs> they are not. You Michael give Voss. Charlie Cameron an inch, you take a Yeah, away. at this point, it's on Michael Voss's coaching because, like, changed up the game plan. It's not working, bros. Charlie Cameron is doing a little dance on your grave. <laughs> and he would do that you know he would do that I don't know if he would he's a nice guy well not the grave element but the little dance oh, element yeah so he played for Crows yeah that's actually fucking crazy he doesn't belong there the players we lost mm-hmm. you've got to oh I just sort of noticed how like sunbathed his house was and it made me think of how much he looks like a reptile and that's just something to think about mm. cold blooded needs that sun that northern light. What do you estimate his home to be worth? Three million dollars. What player do you think lives in the most expensive house? Current player. Franklin. Yeah. Do you reckon Eric's living in a three million dollar house? Yeah. <laughs> God, he's... He's he making 500 grand a year and has been for a couple years. No, yeah, I don't, he wouldn't be in a $3 million house, I don't reckon. Yeah, but it, like, he'd have a mortgage. Yeah, but in... in yeah, the repayments for that would be fucking hectic. He's but not... Christmas <laughs> than yeah, but it's not like Sydney, Melbourne. I don't think I don't think he'd have a $3 million house. I reckon Patrick Dangerfield would live in a $9 million house. Really? really? Well, I guess he's got a lot more sponsorships and adverts. And yeah, stuff and he live and they live coast. He's got like a big house on the coast. Like that's a destination. Dustin Martin. Maybe. Nah, he's not showy like that though. And he doesn't have a family, so he doesn't have a, a big space. But he he wouldn't want to like money. hire a cleaner because then he'd have to develop a relationship with someone new. Yeah. <laughs> Are you thinking of that Patrick Dangerfield ad with the car insurance where he grows a beard? Actually, quite like that. Yeah, it's, pretty good. it's good acting performance from Dangerfield. Not too bad. Doesn't doesn't have to say much, so it's safe. Kind of just stands there looking massive. Looking massive. He's looking huge. like a boost. He's he's just so big, tackled. bold. What's that ad that um, Bont is on at the moment? It's for something annoying, and I'm. I think it's the same. It's the car store? insurance one. Oh, is it? He's just holding his phone, I think, as well. Oh, the one where he like doesn't make it to the game and he yeah. has to run through the city. Oh, that's been around by ages. Do you think Eric Hipwood's Guernsey looks quite baggy on him? And he's such Every a game. big person. It's like, why? Mm. Not in person, though. It's because he's got $100 bills taped to his doors. It's on adverts, though. The cash converters <laughs> adverts I find to be the most cringeworthy ones. But almost. The Jeremy Cameron one. I love the, that Jeremy Cameron one. I yeah, love Jeremy the, Cameron. Jeremy Cameron. There was one with them. I think he's up there as well, yeah. I fucking love him. There was yeah, one with Christian Petrarca when he was like fighting a kid for an Xbox on a shelf. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. It's like. They're just so funny. They're just so intentionally bad, I think. Jeremy Hammond's got to be the, one of the players I've done the biggest turnaround on ever in the history. Same, same. I love that man so much and his eyebrows and his cows. He's we so were, good. And having the best season of his life at this age after having, like, a newborn. Did you see... Um, Kane Corn was saying his Kane Corn, <laughs> just one corn, please. Kane Corn was saying his top five players. So we got three. He, who he thinks the top five players in the AFL, and it was like, what was number one? Okay, it was like I thought it was Jeremy Cameron. It was Jeremy Cameron, um, Charlie Kerno, Bon, Bon, and there was two others. Let me look, but I think those were like the main ones. Well, 
those are three of the five. Bond I think they're the most. Good. I think Pretty those three are the most valuable young players Yeah, well, when they would cost. Yeah. So I guess he's sort of like. Well, I don't think so. necessarily think they're the best. Oh, and Dangerfield. Mm. Oh, so he's yeah. So Kane Con's top five players in the AFL. Number one, Jeremy Cameron. Imagine he's what, like thirty-three? No, Jeremy Cameron. No, is he not? Thirty. Is he thirty? Is he thirty? It's like all the players that come from Gold Coast and GWS are so much older than I think they are because because mm, you forget how you long, never yeah. see those games. So then you're like, yeah. oh, where's this guy come yeah. from? Like this guy's great. He's thirty, right? He does. Yeah. So number Just one, Jay Cameron. Number two, Bond. Number three, Charlie Kerno. Number four, Toby Green. Number five, Patrick Dangerfield. Toby Actually, Green. Dangerfield's a stretch, but... Toby Green's a stretch. No. Toby Green this week, every fucking time I turn on the radio, everyone's like, Toby Green is match winner. He, 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 did, he literally did win buy the match. He literally to the did. If he didn't play that game, there's no way they would want. He, and he literally he was. And everyone's like, his work rate is like, and unlike anything I've ever seen. It's like, whenever I see him on the television, he is... Lightly jogging, if not walking. I know you yeah, hated, but he did, but he did win the match. We can't really deny that he good. won the match. Okay, I know you love him, but, no, but he but, doesn't run quickly. But you're just everywhere. You're everywhere. You just reading the term match winner when he literally won the match is just is just factually incorrect. I think he's smart. He's a smart footballer as well. I think to say match winner though. He it's won the match. He kicked the winning goal. Finish. He kicked two of the winning goals. Sorry. Sorry. Implies Sorry. that he can. He is like to say they're not saying he was the match winner that day. They're saying he <laughs> is the match winner, which I don't agree with at all. Well, someone's going to be the match winner, don't they? Um, yeah, if it's I, if I wasn't, Green. If I wasn't trying, if I wasn't trying so hard happy. to be nice and not be a bully today, I would choose I would, this moment. To I, would choose, I, would, I, I would. My bully would come out in this moment. And I would, this is what I would say. Rose doesn't agree with something. What a shot! <laughs> <laughs> That's what you. Would That's what say. I would say if I was choosing to choose violence. Obviously. Well, first of all, Giants don't win that many matches. That's so, true. They're not doing too badly. They're not doing that badly. They're competing a lot. But no, to be fair, the argument is that Toby Green wins every game for the Giants. It's Toby Green is the match winner. For this specific game against. No, Rose no, it is saying, wasn't for the specific game. They, they, say they he were is. saying he is. But he also, the match winner. Like they're like saying, he's the barometer. Winner. He's the barometer. He's consistently he's a match winner. Anyway. <laughs> Glad we're all friends here. He's a, he's a GWS OG, isn't he? Yeah. He's like yeah. one of the only. Yeah. There's no other. Pardon me. It was Callum Ward. Yeah. Well, he's not oh. an OG for Gilbert, really. Is he not? Callum Ward. Didn't he play at Bulldogs? Did he? To start his career. I mean, by OG, I meant like in the starting yeah, lineup yeah. for Julius. But that's why Callum Ward played for for Western. Yeah, he for did. as well. He played Western. I can't see Ward at Western. He played there for uh, years. Ward had that beautiful long hair when he was at Western. Yeah, but he he, he had Haynes. the mm. he had the long hair for quite a while while oh, he was at Giants as well. G Western. Yeah, I think he is. Um. I had a story to share, but it's kind of like not relevant anymore. But um, yeah, I changed my mind. Jaden, I was going to tell my hat story, but it's kind of boring. Tell the hat story. No, it's kind of boring. Tell it. I won't. Tell it. What's the hat story, Aaron? It doesn't matter. We were at the port first. Two minutes forty-two seconds to go. Standing on the hill, and I, Aaron, was wearing a hat. Next thing I knew, somebody kicked a goal. I thought that I was going to die, but instead it whisked the hat off my head as it came through the goal, rebounded with the hat attached to the ball, came back onto my head, mm. and then I marked the ball. That's, that's so much better than the story I was going to tell. <laughs> okay, should we, should we hear the, um, the hat story? Yeah, please. <laughs> Fan question number one. No! Hat story! You're stabato! Tell it! Tell it's boring! It. Please stop, Jaden. Oh! Zach Bailey, three goals. Game! My Can't have scored like, what, one goal since half time? Yeah. Can't have done nothing this whole quarter. Brisbane have been. <sighs> 
Brisbane also, at the start of this quarter, Brisbane kicked like four easy points that they should have mm. gold. Um, Carlton okay. is so hard to get a read on, it's insane. Yeah, my co-worker said, asked me today like if Carlton was supposed to be good coming into this year, and I was like, I just don't even know how to answer that. Because they didn't even make finals last year, but there was still an extreme degree of expectation. Well, they came ninth by like 0.2 of a percent. Yeah, but... Which was madness. But like, would you normally... It was just because they started off the year and they were in the eight for so much, what, the whole year? They, should, they were in the four pretty much for most yeah. of the year, wasn't it? But they, like, they didn't actually make finals, so what, like, everyone... And then they like, lost to, like, Crows when Crows were so fucking bad last year, and, yeah. Hey. They were! We were finding our feet at that point. Okay. Still are, mate. Okay, let's not get, let's not get into that again. I'm choosing peace this episode. Um, Colonel... We can only rely on the oh, look at that hair. See what do you mean? Like look at the hair. Look at my ringlets. Too curly. Too curly. It's beautiful curls. It's beautiful no, curls. They look beautiful curls. Charlie Cano has beautiful ringletty curls. He looks like a little porcelain doll, a Victorian era porcelain that doll. That's not a compliment. <laughs> Come on. Well, <laughs> he's got you know, it's like a little baby born's hair. Yeah, yeah. Like I do like his hair, but nothing you're saying. <laughs> Encapsulating. Oh, he sprayed it. That's uh, indicative of the evening that Carlton supporters are having. Six five to twelve nine. They're having a bad time. Forty one eighty one. Okay. Um, should we do fan question number one? Yes, please. Submitted by Charlotte Levy. Do you think Track gets bullied about his TikToks from his team? Yes, teammates. And if yes, how does this make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely. Yeah, I agree, definitely. But he could probably take it because he's like making bulk cash off them, so. And and like he's like the second best player. His best. Probably Oliver. No. Fuck off. I we see have, the world differently. I'd rather have Petrarca hundred percent, but Oliver is good. I would say the best... Oliver's kicking efficiency would be at, I would say, 0.3%. And he throws it every second. He's shit. But he he just kicks it directly into the air. It makes me so mad because all the commentators are, like, jacking off to this. And I'm like, this man is doing crazy shit. Like... But he does do crazy shit. If Clayton Oliver ever wins the brown loan, and I don't just mean this year, I mean ever, I'll never watch football again. And I'm saying that on the podcast that there's a record. Nick was a strong favourite earlier, early in the season to win the Brownlow. Because he's also got the, um, like... He won't win. He won't win, but, you know, when... Anything? No. Boy, I think he will go in his current rate. But but it's... it's what I don't know what, how to describe it, but when, when people are talking about someone a lot, so the umpires are more likely... In a, it's confirmation yeah. bias. Yeah. Because they're more likely to see him and be like, oh, yeah, everyone thinks he's a legend. Um, how does it make me feel that Track gets bullied by his teammates? It makes me feel good because <laughs> <laughs> no, because he's over twenty four and he's no because he's over all the time. No, because it's like you'd be like, oh, you're cooking with Nonna, are you mate? But it's like that's that's what <laughs> they say. You're cooking with Nonna, are you mate? But that you know that. Or oh, you love your grandma, <laughs> fucking wanker. <laughs> But what I think that means is that even though he's rich and famous and in a different class to the rest of his teammates, he still feels included and he's not excluded from them. It's because bullying is part of that team culture. So, you think so he doesn't love his nonna and he doesn't to be included in his culture. No, I'm saying that he he can ha- Petrarca can have his cake and eat, eat it too. In that he gets the success of being a TikTok star and the team membership that the bullying brings. When you say TikTok star, how many people watch this video? At least three. The bullying brings. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just searching TikTok. But... I hate all being on public transport people watch, like, TikTok or Instagram reels on loud. It's so jarring, that, like, flicking through and the sudden burst of sounds. I'm trying to fucking chill out here. Why would they do that on loud? Because people have cooked. What do you guess his videos get? People probably dress well, act like it's like damn. I'm thinking like what were it, likes or I reckon, views? I reckon a, views. a decent one's like 40k. Yeah, I'm thinking like 10k. You're also fucking wrong and stupid. <laughs> I'm thinking 150k. 
even you are wrong and stupid. Well, how much is it? Average is like 400k views. Whoa, that's That's average. That's average. Some of, them, some of them are like over a million. What wow. constitutes a view? I don't know. I asked the algorithm. <laughs> they go for like fucking 15 seconds. Yeah. So, he's, and he's got a, a cumulative total of 3.3 million likes on all, all across all his videos. That's epic. So basically, he would be. So basically, making, a lot of people are watching them and they're not like. Well, yeah, but that's how TikTok works. Oh, okay. Actually, when I said forty k, I was actually thinking of likes, not views. Well, it's too late to amend your original comments. That's so. right. That's right. Does anyone else want to comment on um, their feelings about Petrarca getting bullied? Oh, he's doing fine. He's he is like fine. he can take it, can he? I don't, really I, I don't even him. think that like yeah. you could really bully him, really. Why is Abby fucking Chatfield on my TV again? I thought you loved her. No, I don't. Mm. I never have. Um, okay, question two. <laughs> question number two. Mm-hmm. Do you think this will be Boke's last year? No. Boke? I'm just re- I just read the questions. Okay. I don't know. No. No, neither do I. You're proud with your shit. When's he contracted he to? He played the best game of his last three years last week. He's Do you get to the shoot? Impression of someone who will like leave before? No, because obviously Joel Selwood is the famous example of like clinging on for too long. I think he will. And I think he will. What? Really? Yeah. Joel Joel managed every other week. He yeah, won a premiership in his last year. He wasn't really as captain. Yeah, but I feel yeah. like it was like. Well, we spoke about this. It was like honorary that he was even. Uh, yeah, but like I think that was just a you and me opinion. Mm. I agree with you a hundred percent. I wouldn't want to. I think to. I think sometimes we are in an echo chamber of um, just the two. <laughs> in the but if they're in the premiership window, they're not going to be like playing him if he's not adding. I think to the team. he like he's he's what three hundred thirty something games at the moment. He will definitely play to three hundred fifty, and maybe depending on how things go, push himself to four hundred. I think he'll what? <laughs> no, <laughs> one to skip a few. <laughs> You, you he doesn't you, have the physique. You think he's going to play four more seasons to get to 400? This isn't... I don't know no, why you guys are shocked six to Six more seasons. He often talks no. about playing 400 Isn't he games. on like 330? Yeah. So that's not six seasons. That's fine. But... Four. But anyway, it's not... It's actually less than four. Playing. It's not less than four. It's less than four. Because like four would be like 80, 80 something. Yeah. It's like More. it'd be three seasons. If, he'd get if, to he'd get to one or two. Like they definitely could play him in roles that could get him there, but it just depends. Do you on, think that because think the Moses closed, he's able to fully focus himself on football again? That's what's going on. Well, he's got his underwear company. Not underwear company. He hasn't. That's why he's an underwear model because he has an underwear company. You didn't say when he was an underwear model that it was for his own fucking underwear company. Well, I'm telling you now. Well, so that's a not a real underwear model. Okay, so he's. He's he's played three hundred and thirty three games. They're both sold undies. <laughs> no, let's do let's cold? do the maths. I don't know. Let's do the maths. You, of course this. you know you know so much about this. You don't. I'm saying cold? I don't know. I'm just trust me. I don't know. Um, You're on his Wikipedia right now. Oh, it's not gonna have it on his Wikipedia. <laughs> it doesn't have a section for underwear business on there. <laughs> it offers. Why wouldn't it? So it's round eight. So there's twenty four. Is it? There's twenty four games this season. So there's. Um, 16 more games this season and let's say he plays maybe one final fingers crossed so that's 17 so that means he finishes this season on 350 and then let's say he plays he could do it in three years he could do it in three years if we play finals finals and every game and he plays every game so really let's say four years to give him get him there comfortably he's 34 look it'd be a stretch but he you know all anyone ever says about him is that he like he's such a professional with the way he prepares and trains and blah 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 and he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't have family in the traditional sense, so he's got the time on his hands. Well, it's just him in the undies, so... Footy is unpredictable, you know, you can just get injured and that could be that. Yeah. So I guess but do we think it'll be his last year? No. No, I don't think so. And why wouldn't you want a player to make 400 games? My exactly. He's depressing sorry. prediction is that it won't be his last year, but it'll be the last year that he doesn't get dropped in and out of the team. Cool. Or managed. Mm. But he's Hot like. Take. But I will say that he's like definitely still one of our best players. 
Something else I wanted to talk about tonight was an article that I read on the AFLO website this evening about the Gold Coast Suns opening a childcare centre in which they will, it's like next to their training ground and they will frequently be going over to hang out with the children and read them stories. What? Is this a Stewie Jew initiative or? It's a CEO initiative mm. to try and get like people born and bred as sons of ah, It's not a bad idea. It's fucking crazy. They're like, I don't think there's anywhere like this in the world. And it's like, yeah, because this is. Yeah, because there's no need why for it. Why would. You're breeding Gold Coast fans. They can't and they are, no, over. There was the other thing they had is you go and you put. They don't have like cubbies, they have lockers that are the same as the Gold Coast Suns lockers and let their names on them. And That's when they cool. open, they play the Gold Coast Suns theme. Every time you open it, <laughs> the song's <laughs> gonna be played all the way around. We only got two questions, fan questions this week, so I'm asking ChatGPT to write some for us. <laughs> Okay, this is a good question from ChatGPT. <laughs> Which AFL game do you consider to be the most exciting or memorable and why? That's not a good question. Wow, I think that's good. The most exciting or memorable game? That you were at. That you were at. That I was at. Fuck. I'll tell you what, it's definitely not this fucking game that we're watching right now. This is going down as one of the least well, memorable. We were there. Cut and go. Um, one of the most exciting games I've been at was 2018, round four, Crows v Collingwood. And we'd been really bad for a long time, and then we beat the Crows by 10 goals. And it was our first win of the season. And it was like the initial one was like, oh, another year doing this. It was the first time we won in Adelaide in five years. And then you made the granny. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon that was the beginning of our run. I reckon the most exciting... Well, I've got one for exciting, one for memorable. Exciting would be um, the last showdown at Amy Stadium, which was with Mon the Amy Yeah, Monfrey's Browns. Um, and the most memorable, but in a bad way, would be the 2014 prelim. That hurts. Not the Sun's first win at Amy Stadium. Oh, God, that would hurt. Yeah, that was memorable for a different reason, yeah. We went with my sister and Ned and my brother. Aaron's brother. Mm. <laughs> I thought, went without saying. <laughs> I mean, it probably does, but let's pretend. <laughs> and like halfway through the game, because Lily and I were neutral supporters, we were like, oh, the Suns are a bit of a comeback. We might actually go for the Suns. And Ned was quite young at the end of Port Thug, and he started like oh. stabbing us. <laughs> it would have been like eight. <laughs> he was like, yeah, very upset. Didn't know what to do with it. Poor Ned. But of course, they only won in a kick, like after the siren, which was Charlie Dixon. No, it was Justin Westhoff. Oh, of course. Charlie Dixon might have even been playing for some of that day. Yeah. yeah. I would say a lot of the exciting port games are, I wasn't at, but I reckon the last two times we played Geelong in the final series were both really yeah, exciting. they were good, and the vibes were so high. The vibes were really. I went to one of those. I was at one of those with you, Rose, yeah. and I was one of. The, than with you, actually, the one that the when we played Geelong in two thousand and seven, not in the grand final. I think it was like the last round of the home and away season. Yeah, yeah. And Don Cassisi kicked oh, the winning yeah. goal like in the last. Um, Are you there? No, no, I wasn't there. But I was at Portionyakos's house, and um, we were, <laughs> so it felt like I was. There. <laughs> that was huge. That was fucking huge because obviously I was obsessed with Don Cassisi as well. So I was like, I felt like I had won the game for anyway. It's crazy that we beat Geelong at GMHBA and, and then smashed. Yeah, lose the hundred. James, what's your answer? Uh, probably recency bias, but that Crows Carlton game last year was pretty fun. Oh yeah, not the showdown. Well, I did. I thought of that too, and that was great. What but we were on the other end of the showdown, and the game was like. I believe it's one Collingwood final and it was against the Giants and we won. But the scoreline was like 9-17 or something. So it was like... I've only been to one final as well. It was Crows. It was like, keep some fucking goals, guys. You know when the whole thing is like, "Uh uh-oh. And it's like, I want to be like, uh-oh. Erin, what about the Port vs. Richmond 
elimination final where we smashed them. Yeah, that was pretty epic vibes, but it was it was um, it's not the most exciting because like it was really exciting for the first half, and then the second half it was like, well, we're winning by hundred points, so you can't really maintain that level. How of- good does it feel to be Richmond in a final? Because I wasn't at yeah. that game, so I didn't know but my most memorable game in recent history the 2018 preliminary final where we beat Richmond and ruined their record breaking ground of wins at the MCG and it was like no so sorry it's not so good to like beat such a cocky little yeah. fucking team one of the most exciting games I've ever watched live full stop not at the game but on TV was the GWS vs Bulldogs prelim oh yeah yeah that was, yeah, that was the beginning of the rivalry um, this question by ChatGPT has got, got me worried about my main man, Jeremy Cameron. What are your thoughts... This is the question. What are your thoughts on the recent controversies surrounding Jeremy Cameron and how do you think it will affect his future with Geelong Cats? What does ChatGPT know <laughs> that we yeah, do? Exactly. it up. This is classic ChatGPT shit. No, what if they know something? Maybe Should I say, what do you know about Jeremy Cameron that I don't know? ChatGPT does shit like that, though. It says really wrong things. Starts rumours. It's a gossip. Chat GBT is a gossip. Chat GBT works off of trends in AFL, like media. Not really. Doesn't have anything from 2021. What do you mean? No, but in the sense that it's like, it will like be like football, 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 and a lot of them will be like controversy in the team, and then it will like throw a random player in there. What do you mean it doesn't have anything from 2021? Well, like, it's, it's got all of the internet in it, basically, up until 2021. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So that was... Well, well it's, it's, it's learned all of the internet. That's crazy. So what happened to Jeremy Cameron in 2021? Yeah. Was he just injured or something? I'm not, yeah, I'm not necessarily saying that. <laughs> no, but the thing that Chachi really does <laughs> is it takes, like, say if you're, like, a teacher... It'll be like I feel associate like with you common things to do with teaching. So like as a very like this wouldn't happen, but like a more minor example would be like she's a teacher and principal, and it's like you just wouldn't be a principal. Do you know what I mean? Right. So does ChatGPT think? Sorry, I wasn't really listening to you. I think that was <laughs> obvious from my answer. But um, <laughs> yeah. does that mean that ChatGPT thinks doesn't know Anthony Albanese's prime minister? Yes. <laughs> That's such a flaw. Yeah, it's it's you don't go to it saying like, what's the current state of the world? You go to it just with like general stuff, right? Can Colin come back? It just makes shit up as well. Like I, it's like I, not I, irrational, so but it's like it is made, like a the guy that that AI told so to. Oh yeah, had like but his own like thing of like who is Doctor like so and so his own name, and then no, not Bazinga Bazinga, he was famously talked about the mating habits oh, sorry, of diamorphous anthropids <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's like what do I do basically chat GPT and it like said that he'd like written a book that didn't exist uh, and stuff like that because it was like on the right themes of right. AI professionals right it is crazy though because a lot of people in my work have been using it to write code right and it's just such a it's a thing that you know we've only really had in the last six months but like using it as a tool is just so well that's like what the writer's strike sorry I cut you off before no you no, no I wasn't yeah I wasn't really sure what I was going to say but that's what the writer's strike in the US is sort of coming from is because they've made it, they've asked the unions to like um, I guess establish these negotiations around protecting their jobs from being replaced with it AI, like not having scripts written in AI, and the studios will I like, know. But I think but that, well, that's, yeah, that's not a very sustainable rule, though, is it? Because like ultimately, we're on this trajectory where AI is going to be used more. And so more. there's going to be no writers anymore. Well, no, I don't think no. that's no, I don't think that's right. I think like it'll just be a tool that's used in many professions. Like for example, my boss wants when to I used to do therapy. my French essays, it's like I would Google trans Google translate is AI. When I would Google Translate into yeah, yeah. French, and then I'd switch back to English, and then like, but it's like I had to know French to see what was wrong and how yeah, I could yeah. change the thing. But I was like being lazy and didn't want to do it all. Yeah, it's a, oh, hi. but it's like without an understanding, it's like you can't oh, succeed with it anyway. Yeah, I'm with you. 
I was listening. Was so, it? It's a good example, Rose. Chinkotta's like, oh, that's on the board. See, Chinkotta's real. Chinkotta's real, I believe you now. Because like, it will get better and better, but you know, unless you know the problem that you're trying to solve and like mm-hmm. how to interpret the results that it gives you, it's not really going to be any use. It's not like you can put AI in a position, say at my work or your work or whatever, and be like, do the job. It's like you need someone to my boss ultimately to... know what you're trying to do and use it to solve that problem. My boss wants to oh, you f- use chat GPT during therapy. So Motlop is going so huge right now. Like, He's playing big time football. I always put Motlop in my multi and he never delivers. Mot- so. Motlop is so young. No. I had no idea. He's old man, young man. Nah, he's young man, young man. He looks he's baby. Old man, young man. He looks baby. I would believe he's Jesse between boss, baby. 60 and 15. That's crazy. <laughs> That's bold. Jesse Motlop coming to cinemas near you as Boss Baby 2. <laughs> I think there has been a Boss Baby 2. Boss it's, Baby 3. I think there's been like four. <laughs> and there's like a kid's show um, and everything. And now he can't do it because he killed a person. Fagan, get back to the bench where you belong. He looks so out of sorts up there. Of course he's not happy. He's the rat in a cage. People are like, Fagan should be the coach for Tasmania. Why? Because he's Tasmanian. Is he? Yeah. But um, he'll be like 66 or something when they come into the competition. Um, It's like, do you want that? Probably. You don't have the energy to like start Does he want, as in, like, yeah, does he want to do that? Um, I miss a lot when the coaches used to be really like um, unpleasant in the press conferences in the sense that they really just didn't. Some of them still are. Yeah, but in like a gross, schmucky way, as opposed to like just being like, I hate the press. Do I hate the press? Yeah. Viral. Big Bob has is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, not many other people liked him, but you're a colonel's supporter, well, so that makes sense. Well, when Luke Beveridge, I thought very rightfully, was like, to the reporter last year, fuck off. Yeah. You're a cyborg. You're leaking information about my club, and I don't want to talk to you. And then everyone was like, "This is unacceptable." Mm. Um, but it was the it was the AFL media who were telling us that it was unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. Well, I loved it. Well, I was like, "Yeah, stir that pot, Luki." Oh, fucking Damien Barry on Barrett on the radio. He's such an idiot. Like when they were, t- it was when we were on the way to the shop store. They were talking about whether or not Australia should become a republic, and I was like, "Who gave?" Jason Dunstall and David Perry authority. Was it Dave Thomas as well? Dave Thomas was there. He's like, I don't know what's going on. He kept being like, I don't know what we're talking about. He's like, what's the attorney general? Why are any of you discussing this? And what was Dale Thomas's answer? Because he wanted, he liked it because the Commonwealth Games. I think that's yeah, they were like, we can't do it because it's the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, they would say that. We can't do it because it's the Commonwealth Games. On everyone's radar, the way you think it is. No, no one gives a fuck about the Commonwealth Games except the athletes, and I wish them wish them well. And I hope they represent our country. And I hope they win the Commonwealth Games. They do our country proud. No, what I was going to say was that it was last weekend. I think it was like the day or two before they officially announced the Tasmania thing. Damien Barrett was like, oh, well, you know, it's just like we don't have... Basically, I can't remember exactly what he said, but what he was saying was, like, there's no Tasmanian football players and they won't have the population to support an AFL team and the AFL really need to start working on growing the game of Tasmania. And everyone... I can't even remember. I think he was even... He was talking to Mark Rusciuto and even Mark Rusciuto, the dumbest man on earth, was like... (laughs) That's wrong. Like Tasmania's a football state, and he, and that. Oh, and Alistair Lynch was also there, and Damien Barrett was like, I just can't think of any Tasmanian footballers off the top of my head, and Alistair Lynch was like, just listed like ten, like instantly yeah. without even having to think about it, and Damien Barrett was like, Well, yeah, I mean, still, it's like you know, blah blah blah. Football, this guy. Yeah, like just. Oh. Anyway, Jeremy Howe. Yeah, he was one of them. Chase Jones. Ben Brown. Rewalk. Yeah, there, there was heaps. Taron Thomas? I don't remember his name being said, but that doesn't mean he's not from Tasmania. This is just us cruising ourselves. Oh, yeah, but he's a bit evil at the moment. Well, very evil. Anyway, it was just like another, I was like, you're so wrong, and like, just, you're assuming that no one's going to fact check anything you're saying. Those, those like, debates are designed to sort of 
do that though, right? Like yeah, it is just like yeah, it's just debate for the sake of debate. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even debate. He was just making a comment, and then everyone's like, um. Yeah, but that's just what they. That's just what they do. Like, yeah, I guess. Just like when he wants to show down in Melbourne, you know. So it's like what Kane Corns does. That's why Kane Corns still has a career. Kane Corns is the smartest man in football. Kane Corns is the smartest, hardest working man in South Australia. <laughs> I think Kane Corns is one of the most hardworking people in football. But I don't think he's one of the smartest. I'll I'll accept that as a compromise. <laughs> I think you could say he's smart in the sense that he's deliberately controversial, but what he's actually, and like how that is a great way to build a career. Yes. But not in the actual things that yes. he's, not in the substance of what he's That's saying. a very interesting, but the angle yeah, I think that's a very interesting observation. The words he's saying are not smart, but he's doing it in a very smart reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. so basically his audience is dumb, but he is smart. And he's taking advantage of the fact that his audience is dumb. Oh, we are his audience. Yeah, he's clickbait. Yeah. And, and where is audience? Well, yeah, we're amongst the masses. Yeah. Amongst the the thronging millions of Kane Corns. That so was such a funny shepherd from Harris Andrews. Just on Kane Corns. So performative. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think that the things that he says are always categorically untrue. He just doesn't sort of take a position where he's sort of like caught in the middle. He only takes one side, right? Mm. Mm. I think Matthew Which is the smartest <laughs> Matthew really gets it wrong too though you know it's just yeah I just think he does it he delivers it in a way that's like really like yeah nice why are you so Matthew Lloyd peeled he's he's original in his delivery of it as well I don't feel like I'm watching the same thing that I've watched why is fucker marry him he's original because he's got disgustingly spiky hair (laughs) (laughs) he does and is that the only reason you don't marry him I hate Spike here, true cartoon, you're on the list. Do you guys remember when Michael Voss was the host of Fox 8's The Recruit? What the hell? No, I do remember The Recruit. Sure, you remember The Recruit. He was white man, dreadlock man. He went to port. What? Did he? The Recruit. Did he ever play? No, he never played. He was The Recruit. He never played at all. This is like you and. He moved to port. Where was he from originally? Yeah. The country bum. He was a country bump, but I think he was a country bump from SA. Yeah. It was about giving old codgers a chance, wasn't it? Uh, well, it was like a and reality show, and the winner like went to a got on an AFL list. Yeah, so he was a winner. Johan was his first name. I can't remember his last name, but he went like to Johan Dean or something. Or that? Mm, that doesn't ring a bell. But it was. I think. It, I think it was in 2015, and he he chose to go to Port because it was like when they were on their ascendancy. I think Port chose to chose him. Like I, like I think Port was committed to the show. From the I think it, I think it was but like he played the games for Brisbane. So how that? Yeah. I think yeah, like sure. Because he got where... injured on telly, and everyone was like, "Oh, this is so sad. This is Fox Sales the recruit." And I was like, "What the fuck is everyone talking?" I think it, I think it was like the voice where it was like they would that multiple clubs said we're interested in you, and then he took his pick out of Johan Wagner. That's right. Wagner, I think you're fine. Wagner. I don't think I was very into footy at this stage of my life. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, you're a performative <laughs> fan. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it's like when you say you used to like Radiohead, and then you, I, I saw you discover Radiohead in real time, and it's like I knew you were lying about liking Radiohead all these years, and now you actually like Radiohead. It's no, the exact I... same thing. Now you actually are obsessed with football, but you were pretending. What to the fuck have I done to deserve this? <laughs> I've always liked Radiohead. I just had a I had a time where I was like listening to them more than usual. Teamwork. But you were like, oh, oh, this is you can rediscover. Okay. Okay. I just ben. didn't listen to you the bands as much. But Jaden does. Jaden does do the oh, thing where you like say like, yeah, I've seen that movie, and when you haven't. Fuck you, no one uh, Johan Wagner never played an AFL game. Well, one of them played Brisbane. Give me one example of the time that I've done that. Think of a movie that I say I've seen but I haven't seen. Um, Punch Drunk Love. I've never had, why don't you know what that is? I don't know, it just came to my head because we were talking about Paul Thomas Anderson. I feel like I've lied about seeing Punch Drunk Well, you didn't even know who fucking Paul Thomas Anderson was two hours ago. Yeah. Um, Matt Eagles! I'm with names though. Right. Yeah. yeah, Matt Eagles. Eagles is originally from South Australia and grew up. Well, who is 
Johan Wagner because Fox 8, the recruit winner, Matt Eagles, has no. chosen to join the Brisbane Lions. They must have done two no, seasons. Johan, yeah, Johan Wagner. <laughs> Johan Wagner. Johan <laughs> Wagner. was season one recruit, Rose? Season one. Well, remember I said there was only one season. Well, this is the man. This is the man. Two minutes tall, 99 kilos. And he played Born in Brisbane, Born 1990, age 33, played for Brisbane. He got, like, he did, like, his ACL after, like, five games. And he, like, finally made it into the team after being the recruiter. He got his ACL. He got given a second ACL. <laughs> <laughs> On top of his two ACLs? Gosh, that is shocking from Brisbane. Josh Dunkley kicked to Harris Andrews. It might not have been an ACL, but it was like a, it was like a, a long term injury. This is such a boring. And he was white man dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. And Matt Eagles is the perfect name for him to be honest. This is such a boring game. Can I put a name out there and get some reactions from the crowd? Josh Dunkley. Yeah. Woo. I indifferent. Do you think he's? Visually appealing. Oh, we're talking about. Yeah, but in a boring way, he could like work in finance, and I wouldn't blink an eye. I think he's very good looking. I think he's got like a real gentle puppy dog eyes. That is like, I want to take adopt you from the shelter and take you home, and then make love to you by the fire. <laughs> so you're also <laughs> I don't actually think that. Well, I, just we, we I don't actually think that. I just thought it would be funny to go through. <laughs> Interesting. I thought it would just be fine. I don't actually. I wouldn't. He looks like a sweetheart. I see what you mean. But there's something. But why the fire? There's something smoldering in his in his in his triangle. So you can compare the smoldering of the fire to the smoldering. He's also very good at footy. Yeah, but if you were fucking in the fire, you wouldn't (laughs) in the fire. You wouldn't be throwing around footballs at the same time. Jaden, time limit should be um, (laughs) making love to Josh Dunkley by the fire. Something very interesting just happened. That, you know that sharp guy that just kicked the goal? That was his first goal and no one came up to him. Oh, and BT oh, said it. He's like, oh, oh, BT said three. It. He's very outraged. Maybe they hate yeah. him. They must hate him. Only three. I think it's just got to do with the fact that it's like four minutes to go in this game. Well, they should. That's like, all the more reason to get around him. Yeah, but they're having a big win away from home. Is it their first win away from home for the season? No, it's not. Excluding it the gather round. No, it's not. Okay, it might be. Are you sure? Is it five no, I'm not two? sure. I'm asking. So they're five and two now, and they're about to be six and two, right? Yeah. Does anyone have a bone to kick? Um, no, I love football. Footy's back. Um, <laughs> my only bone to kick was that crows can't kick straight, and that's it. Wait. Oh no, that's from tonight. <laughs> I was like, wait, Brisbane can't avoid playing. <laughs> yeah, my bone to kick is with Ginnivan getting dropped. I think small, cheeky forwards require chunks of games to grow in confidence and spirit and pizzazz. And he's been denied that. He's just giving away free kicks and knocking goals. That's not true. He was doing that all last year and no one gave a shit. He was also taking a lot of cool marks out forward and creating play. When every mark he runs in a circle when it's fun. I think he's done. I think he'll play more games, but he'll never be the same. How can you even, like, after Isaac Rankin missed a goal from the goal square, he's apparently the most talented player to cross. I don't think he is. That's Jordan Dawson. Well, you know what I mean. They're like, this guy's a freak. He's a genius. And then it's like, he misses a goal in the goal square, running into an open goal. Yeah, yeah, that was very, very sad for me to experience. You could argue that that was what lost Crows the game. We could argue the other... 10 easy shots we missed also supported that yeah but none easier than that one no not easy I was so cranky that whole game and we <laughs> so I'm just <laughs> oh my god though I just have to say it's a terrible game <laughs> the umpiring I was watching in so that last quarter it was bad so fucking bad. Did you watch like much like replays and shit? Or? No, but I thought it was pretty fair for three quarters, and the last quarter was. It was. Really qu- I thought it was quite pro Collingwood for the first three quarters. Yeah, that's. And then the last quarter, quarter they tried to balance it, but did it in a really like. It was fucked. It was so bad. I was so. The last quarter was really 
bear the free kicks that they It sort of cost Collingwood two goals, basically, the free kicks in that last quarter as well. well so That's the tax. That's the tax at the SA home ground, though. John Noble? That was, like, that was a great goal. so heartless. So good. I was, so obs- I was obsessed. They, oh my the game, god! The game lacked anything. Rob- like Robinson's that. in the crowd wearing a Brisbane Lions guernsey and having a beer. That's so funny. <laughs> Good for him, I say. Oh yeah, former club as well. Wearing the Brisbane guernsey. Well, I do realise the game's over. Right, anyway, tips for us around, everyone. Tips for us around. Carlton versus. What's this medal he has? Where do you get that? James? I tipped Carlton. Rose? I tipped Blues, yeah. Chuff? I tipped Lions. So you just lose it. <laughs> Sounds like you're talking to me. Oh, no, sorry. I was, sorry, listeners, I was just showing Rose something on my phone and being a cunt. <laughs> I tipped Blues. I tipped Lions, so I'm the only boss ass bitch in this room Richmond right now. Richmond versus West Coast Seagulls. Rich. 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 What is this medal he's holding up? Is it like a participation? Oh, he's probably filming that I once knew. He's such a media whore. What? He was filming the blog. He's a vlogger. Is he? Yes. (laughs) Geelong versus Adelaide Crows at GMHBA Stadium. Geelong. G E. Tipped Crows out of hope. Um, not confident. No, you shouldn't be. Although they've got a lot of injuries, John. So, uh, the Gold Counts versus Melbourne at HBS. ME. Melbourne. Heritage Bank Stadium. Melbourne. Oh, you'd have to tip Melbourne, wouldn't you? You'd have to, yeah. Uh, the Orange Team versus Western. 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 Orange Team. I've got Western, but Orange Team, we're in with a shot. Aren't yeah, I, pa- I, I paused to consider that one. Toby, Toby Green, match winner, probably <laughs> get a mode of line. Uh, look, Brisbane's just won. Congrats. Oh, 100 Congrats points. Which I did. Lower 15, 10. Beautiful. God, look how tall Patrick Cripps is compared to Lockie Neal. I like that Lockie Neal isn't the captain. He is. He is. I thought Dane Zorko was the captain. No, they swapped nope. this year. Oh, fucking hell! Yeah. I hate that Lockie Neal's the captain. He, share, he shares it with Harris Andrew. He's coaching. It should just be Harris Andrews. Why? Because it makes more sense than Is it Andrew or Andrews? It's Andrews. Andrews. No, Andrews. you're right. It's Andrew. It's Andrew. It's Andrew. I think it's just singing. It is Andrew. Andrew. Mm. Oh, it's Andrews. We were actually saying Harris Andrews is a good captain, though. That still doesn't make sense. You just saying is is twice. Harris Andrews is good captain. <laughs> no. Um, uh, next two. I don't like it when is Andrews. the captain <gasps> is simply. So you're right, Rose. Right. So you're wrong, James. I was wrong. Yeah. Um, I don't know like well, if captain... I did want to check because everyone was just making claims about whether it was one or the other without any actual facts. So well, you are stat man, yeah. so yeah. someone's you've got to do your job once per episode. Um, yeah, just once. I don't like when the captain is like the star. Yeah. When it's unsuited. When it's like Bond and Hurley. Yeah, captain should be in and out of the team like Tom Jones. Back in the day of Penrith. It's like it made sense. But it's like I love a traditional just like you never complained when it was Penderbury. You're being... Oh. When he became the captain, he wasn't our best player. <gasps> James Wong was. <gasps> well, they were equally good, though. All right, let's move on from Free this. We made, it, we made it so close to a whole episode without having fun. Up the stadium. Not really. On Saturday things got night. tense. But about Trevor Green, of all hey. things. Which is just what he would Free want. To instill violence in masses. Hawthorne on... <laughs> Saturday night at 7 p.m. at October ah! 7th. Ah! <laughs> it's I, a hawk. I, I might tip hawks. I tip talks. I might, but I, I think I've tipped Freeman on There he is. Flushed the, from the heat of the fire. <laughs> it's the Fremantle doctor. He is the flames licking at his lips. He is boring, and yet there's just something It's like in his he could equally that... like be a sheep shearer as he could be. On Wall Street. His hair's pretty sparky. If his, I was just about crimes. to say, if his hair was a bit longer on the sides, I would be like, arrest. you're an arresting person. To For the about. listeners, we're talking about Josh Dunkley, everyone. Josh Dunkley. He was like one of the youngest dogs in that um, Western Premiership. Western. Mm. When Western won the Premiership. He was 19 or 20 in Western's Premiership. Poor Adelaide Power okay. versus the <laughs> Sorry, Essendon. Sorry that didn't grab your attention. The Essendon... <laughs> 
Mosquito bombers. I think I, I think I love a Josh Dudley. I've never seen him talk before, but like, look at his smile. And he still haven't because we can't hear him. <laughs> but I'm but watching him talk to Abby Holmes. Like maybe if we. Abby Holmes looks gone, like she's. Right. Abby, Abby Holmes, Holmes is in love with him. He's so guilty of like looking doe-eyed and longingly at the players that she interviews. She he is. He, there really is. Not at all. She's just the way she like gazes. Oh, uh, he was wearing orange boots as well. That's a nice touch. Supporting Carlton's... Um, Hates domestic violence, this guy. Hates it. That's good. Poor Adelaide Power versus the Essendon Mosquito Don Bombers. I've gone The pesticides, if you will. Poor. And a spite. I don't, 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 that spite, that will backfire on you because it's a joke you, around. You don't don't okay. do a tip First for space all, on spite. I've done it already. I'm not watching Fed the Crows, but... Your blasphemy on the crows as far away as a dog's tip. What do you mean? Well, I feel the same as you, <laughs> but we we both focus and I feel sick looking at them. <laughs> no, no, I'm <laughs> saying I'm saying that as a friend to James because if he's saying that he believes the port will actually win, but he's just being spiteful. It's a joke around, so he's losing. Oh, I I'm actually saying, think it's a fifty-fifty, but I tip port because the home ground. I don't think it's fifty-fifty at all. I think Port are in front. Well, I think it's I think it's more like Port with the odds of a dollar forty nine versus Bombers to odds of two dollars fifty six. The thing is, that's just a lot of opinions. Plus, you weigh a lot on teams losing the week before the, and then winning. Winning two weeks before and playing a fantastic game at Adelaide Oval a few weeks ago too. So you know, but everyone played that. <laughs> Calling nobody weeks. played like Essendon did. <laughs> So yeah. I'm obviously tipping port for that one. Uh, I mean, I tip port too, but I think it's silly to suggest they don't shape. Collingwood, second on the ladder, versus Sydney, 11th on the ladder at the MCG. Jeez, you'd have to tip Collingwood for this one, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I always tip Collingwood. I, I think but if I didn't always tip Collingwood, I'd be tipping Sydney. But I've tipped Sydney. I tip, I tip Collingwood, but I do um, want to just go back and say that um, I... I do think Essendon and Port will be a close game. Mm. So if Essendon win, I don't want people to listen to the podcast. Look like for Sunday. I'm very bit of a bit of a rain forecast. Chilly, but no rain. 12:40 p.m. though, so. Because I'm considering yeah, yeah. going, but then at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to miss. You should the go. We should go. No, but I don't want to miss surprise. True, true, true. We can watch it on your phone. Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch. I'll stream it for you. Um, it's a bit shit though. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a kind offer. Yeah, so it's not a shit alpha, it's just a. Yeah, you know what I mean. I understand. Sydney, I've tipped Sydney. That's true. Because it's a joke around, and I'm hoping I get two in every You're hoping that you can fall two for the. Sydney have a great record on, against Collingwood. Including MCG. the prelim. Yeah. Or even though they got lucky, they can't, but yeah. North Melbourne versus St Kilda is the last game of the round at Marble Stadium. 14 Kilda. There is about as short odds as you can get. A dollar thirteen Saints. God, isn't that the most like pre-bounce fixture you could get? Actually, the odds on the Port Gold Coast game, where Gold Coast won their first ever game, was one dollar one cent to fourteen dollars. That's good. I'm just I'm just imagining Jason (laughs) Dustin saying, and. North uh, and St Kilda fans, you're going to hear the, the club song very shortly. We're going to go back to the rooms and show you all of that. Don't worry. And here's Gazy. We turn it up. Uh, anyway, I'm very keen for bounce this week. Should be good one. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped listening for two seconds and then came back to them. How do we get here? That's it. That's the uh, that's the round, guys. That's the episode. It's been a boring round, isn't it? Yeah. Nah, crows when they beat Geelong. To be fair, I reckon all the poor and the Collingwood will have the best games of the round. As always, as they they always do. Well, folks, alas, been a good, been good to catch up. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Have a great week. Uh, We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.